Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is May 21st. Today we begin a brand new Come Follow Me block and I'm super excited. I've been looking forward to this one because I really, really love Joseph Smith Matthew and what the Savior teaches us about the signs of his coming. So this week we're going to be studying Joseph Smith Matthew, Matthew chapters 24 and 25, Mark 12 through 13, and Luke 21. So now a lot of the verses or a lot of the chapters this week have to do with the Savior's second coming and him preparing us and helping us understand the signs for his second coming. So as we begin this week, I wanted to give a little bit of a disclaimer because I feel like in recent years, a lot has been going around about the Savior's second coming and people with a fascination for the second coming have been saying a lot and making a lot of predictions and I think it's really important that we remember that we don't know when the second coming is going to be. Not even the angels in the heavens know. I think it's really important that we come to know the signs of the second coming, that we prepare ourselves for the second coming, but that we don't go so overboard that we're starting to deal with things that the prophets and the apostles haven't said. The second coming is one of those areas that it's really easy to mix the philosophies of men with scripture. And I think it's really important that we don't do that this week, that we stick to what the scriptures say and what prophets and apostles have said, while still making an effort to learn about the second coming and to dedicate time and attention to understanding it. President Oaks once said, four matters are indisputable to Latter-day Saints. First, the Savior will return to the earth in power and great glory to reign personally during a millennium of righteousness and peace. Second, at the time of his coming, there will be a destruction of the wicked and a resurrection of the righteous. Third, no one knows the time of his coming. But fourth, the faithful are taught to study the signs of it and to be prepared for it. And so that is what we're hoping to do this week to study, to prepare as best we can for the Savior's second coming. And one of the great preparations that we can make is to learn to recognize the signs of the times and the signs of his coming. The Savior's second coming should be of great interest to Latter-day Saints, maybe even more so than any other Christian denomination. In the Doctrine and Covenants section one, which is known as like the preface of the Doctrine and Covenants, the Savior says this, Wherefore, I, the Lord, Knowing the calamity which should come upon the inhabitants of the earth, called upon my servant Joseph Smith Jr. and spake unto him from heaven and gave him commandments. So essentially, one of the purposes, one of the great purposes of the restoration of the gospel in the latter days through prophets and apostles is to prepare a people for the second coming. Our Father in heaven, knowing the difficulties, knowing the calamities that would come on the earth in the last days, restored the gospel of Jesus Christ to the earth so that we would better be able to deal with those things, so that we would be better prepared for those things. And so the signs of the second coming, the difficulties that come and that are going to come can be lessened or we can approach in better ways because of the restoration of the gospel and because of the knowledge that we have. Now, that being said, I'm not going to lie, the second coming in some ways, kind of makes me nervous. Not because I'm afraid of what's going to happen or afraid of my standing before the Lord, but I have major FOMO. (laughs) I want to see my kids grow up and I want to see them get married. And I know that there are ways that I can do that in the millennium as well. It's just, I don't like change very much. (laughs) 
And we know that things are going to be really difficult before the Savior's second coming. There will be destruction and there will be hard things in the world. And it makes me sad and maybe even a little bit nervous, the thought of going through those things. So I don't think that you should feel like if there's a little bit of nervousness around these things or if maybe even a little fear around these things that you're not a faithful person. I think that you can have faith and have belief in the second coming and in the return of our Savior while still being a little bit nervous about these things. But the scriptures teach us that if we are prepared, we don't need to fear. And I think one of the greatest preparations that we can do to ease our fears and to ease our nerves about it is coming to better understand the signs of the time and come to better understand the signs of the Savior's second coming so that when we see them and we experience them, we can recognize them for what they are. In fact, one of my favorite quotes about the second coming is by President Hinckley when he said, how do we prepare for the second coming? Well, you just don't worry about it. You just live the kind of life that if the second coming were to be tomorrow, you would be ready. Nobody knows when it is going to happen. No one knows when the Savior is coming, not even the angels in heaven. Our responsibility is to prepare ourselves, to live worthy of the association of the Savior, to deport ourselves in such a way that we would not be embarrassed if he were to come among us. That is a challenge in this day and age. So I love that President Hinckley tells us just not to worry, but just to live our lives the best way we can. President Oaks also said, what if the day of his coming were tomorrow? If we knew that we would meet the Lord tomorrow through our premature death or through his unexpected coming, what would we do today? What confessions would we make? What practices would we discontinue? What accounts would we settle? What forgivenesses would we extend? What testimonies would we bear? If we would do those things then, why not now? Why not seek peace while peace can be obtained? If our lamps of preparation are drawn down, let us immediately start to replenish them. And so that's why lessons like this and weeks like this where we get to study the signs of the second coming are so vitally important. So we understand how best we can prepare and begin those preparations now. So the Savior begins teaching about the signs of the second coming in Matthew chapter 24. But it's interesting because there's a Joseph Smith translation of the entire chapter of Matthew 24. Usually we're used to seeing a word changed or maybe a phrase changed or maybe something added on to the end of a scripture. But here, the changes are so significant that Matthew chapter 24 is just rewritten and rearranged so that we can see things a little bit better and a little bit more clearly here in these chapters. But it starts out with the Savior's disciples coming to him. Jesus leaves and he goes on to Mount Olive and the disciples come privately to him and they ask, tell us when shall these things be, which thou hast said concerning the destruction of the temple and the Jews? And what is the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world or the destruction of the wicked, which is the end of the world? So the disciples ask a very point blank question. What do you mean by these signs and by this destruction? Now, what's interesting is that the Savior is not going to give them a direct answer. He's not going to say, yep, on such and such date at this time, exactly this is going to happen. And then I will come again. Rather, he gives them the condition of the world when he's going to come again. Listen to some of the things that he points out are going to happen at the time of his second coming. It says, and Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. Keep that in mind. The very first thing that he says is be careful that you are not deceived. We're going to see that come back in as the Savior points out other signs or other things that will happen around the time of his second coming. 
deception of the elect and of the righteous tends to be a sign of the second coming that the Savior teaches about quite a bit. Verse 6, For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And they shall deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall arise, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that remaineth steadfast, and is not overcome, the same shall be saved. Now we'll talk a little bit more about the meaning of these particular signs, but for now, my friends, as we close out today, let's keep in mind the hope that the Savior gives us. He warns us about being deceived and about being taken by these false Christs and the false prophets that will come. He warns us about love growing cold, but then he tells us that we can be steadfast, that we can be safe from these difficult things by just remaining steady in the things that we know and the things that we believe. My friends, as we live in a world that is filled with deception and filled with difficult things, let us hold fast to the things that we know. Let us be steadfast in the truths that we have and let us allow our faith to carry us through the difficult things, through the deception that abounds in the world today, to carry us through safely to the second coming of Christ. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Bailey Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.